Good morning, students, and welcome to the first episode of Armor Class, a D&D actual play podcast following the lives of four students as they attend Armor Class School of Martial and Magical Arts. My name is Derek, and I will be your headmaster. Over 1,200 years ago, this world was nearly ripped apart at the seams by an evil entity. Defended by the noble heroes of the original party armor class, 12 stood strong in the face of evil. However, only four remained when the dust cleared. They knew in that moment that one day they would be gone, but that the world would still need heroes. They formed a school to train generations of new adventurers, offering 12 classes of martial arts and magic, representing each of the members of the original armor class party. And thus our story starts with Horus, Bash, Eliana, and Ren as they attend armor class school of martial and magical arts. We hope you enjoy, and without further ado, we will get into the first episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're on a journey to discover what we're made of in a world that we don't know. Humble beginnings to the grandest of adventures to show the future is I'm joined here with Jeremiah and Austin today. Uh, Jeremiah, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and introduce your character? I'm Jeremiah. Bash wears a leather tunic, no sleeves. He's six foot four, a little lanky, saying that he's bulking up still. (laughs) He's got green eyes, green skin, because of course, he's a half orc. Oh, and he's got one of those fun high ponies. With the buzzed sides. Fantastic. Great. All right. Austin, would you like to introduce us to your character? Sure. I'm Austin, and I'll be playing Horace Honeywheel. He is a ghost-wise halfling, 3.6 feet tall, not three and a half, 3.6. And I'm six foot four, so trying to get in the mindset of this tiny little guy might be a little challenging, but... We'll see how it goes. Horus is a tiny, wholesome, just happy to be around. He's got pretty flashy clothing, I'd say, for a halfling. Even though his family doesn't have a lot of money, they're not like in dire straits. He comes from a big family, nine siblings, 15 cousins. And they work down at the market stalls. So, yeah. 
that's that's a little about Horus. Fantastic. All right, Horus, I think we're going to start with you today. Sure. So uh, we will dive right into your story. What was the name of your town? It is Red Rock. It is a little town outside the city. Not probably the most common place if you're coming to the city from elsewhere you'd pass through, but it's a nice little town. It's called Red Rock because there's a giant red rock in the middle that has carvings that are supposedly from the beginning of halfling time. And there is the Red Rock River, which has tiny little red pebbles, and the red finner fish from it are delicious. Fantastic. Sounds like a beautiful place. Very beautiful. Horace got up to a lot of shenanigans, got kicked out of the tavern kitchen a few times. He just wants to cook food for everybody, swap stories. Just have a good time. Dreams of opening up his own tavern. You you remember we're 14, right? Yeah. He likes to get in trouble and cook food. In the tavern already. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm there to cook food and make people happy. All right, fantastic. A uh, little bit about Red Rock there. All right, so on this particular morning, you are 14 years old and you stir awake uh, as the sun streams through your window and your little room in a tower of a home very very mixed matched and built up as uh your eyes open and you are in your room and you're starting your morning just like any other morning what are you gonna do cool am i at home or am i in the tower you are in your home your house that has been added on to into something of a tower <laughs> as you have had nine siblings <clears throat> Yes. Um, I guess being the youngest, I'm probably just going to get up and avoid my morning chores for the moment and wander down to the kitchen. <laughs> just right, <laughs> right just, to the kitchen. Right to the kitchen. All right, great. What are you going to do in the kitchen? Uh, I'll probably take some of uh, the void chicken eggs we have. And probably cook up a little breakfast for myself. And just sit down and think about what I want to do for the day. And the days ahead because, you know, 14, kind of have to think about where I'm going to go next for school. All right. So you reach out. You so as as a as a fourteen year old in this world, you you may not be thinking about school. Uh, only some people go to school, but you you probably don't think you have to go to school because you just want to cook, right? So you uh reach for these night black chicken eggs that you keep in your storage area that are a weird little detail from. Your another part of your family that that harvests void chickens, these night black chickens that cause chaos. Yes, and they have developed a way to make sure that what you're getting out of they they can test the eggs to make sure that there's actually egg in there and not some crazy weird magic. So they sell 
they sell out the the black chicken eggs and you have those and you crack them open you start making yourself a breakfast nice i think horace is just gonna make breakfast sit down eat and then if no one else is gonna come down or stir awake he might just go wander around town for a little bit Maybe meet up with some other children, maybe other halflings if they're in town or something. Well, what kind of trouble do you normally get into? Hmm. He's oh. part of the only halfling gang in Red Rock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm probably going to go around the uh, if the market's open. And being ghost-wise, I can telepathically link to people. And I'm going to telepathically <laughs> link to one of the farmers and say that uh, one of our chickens got out and is currently like rummaging through his fields, and I'm going to go check out his stock and see what he's got going on. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you are on a chicken hunt. How fantastic. Is this, does this chicken have a name? Uh, this particular chicken does not have a name. Horace has befriended one of the chickens because void chickens are very feisty and they're very particular about who they bond with. Horace has only been able to bond with one chicken named Talon. Chicken named Talon. Nice. Original. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) All right, so you have telepathically linked yourself to this uh, farmer and you are uh, venturing your way into the market and uh, to, to, to find him or to head to his plot to check out his wares and look for your chicken friend. And then uh, as, you're, as you're going, I want to say that there's you know, it's your Red Rock is a nice little town, but as it's grown, as more halflings have found their way there, um, they have seen an increase in like some impoverished conditions over the last few years. So there's like clearly smaller halflings, like children, like begging on the corners, like you see in old medieval movies, and they're like following you around, and they're like, "Please, sir, give the baker's son." <sighs> I'll even need. The moldy crust of your bread, please. I have probably encountered this before, and oh, oh, it's nearly daily. Horace just wants to feed the world, swap stories while people are eating, and just be part of the wholesomeness. So, what does Horace do? Horace will take out a loaf of bread and start giving a little bit of bread to whoever comes up to him and asking because he's going to take it upon himself to try to feed as many as he can for now until he can do something more about it. Okay, so as you start feeding these children more and more (laughs) come out of the woodwork, they're like, oh yeah, food. How big is your loaf of bread? Hmm. I probably probably not big enough. I probably underestimated or I've gone through so much bread already. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh no. You're like I'm getting down to the end. It's I'm handing out smaller and smaller pieces. The smallest halfling comes out <laughs> oh, no. with crutches. Hobbling over to you. 
please, sir. May I have some more? I'm out. <laughs> it's oh, it's no. heart wrenching. It's bad. Horus is gutted in this moment. But uh, 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 but you fed everybody else. Horus is going to uh, takes one of the crutches and hits you in the back of the leg and mugs <laughs> ah! you. <laughs> I was runs off. Runs off. He didn't, need, he didn't need the crutches at all. It was a con <laughs> the whole time. Horace doesn't know how to feel about this because <laughs> he's just such a wholesome guy who wants to believe in the wholesomeness of the world. Horace, you're you're feeling very aghast. Yeah, you're very shocked and appalled at the, the way the situation has unfolded, and you carry on down your path. Um, as you're walking, uh, you hear some clucking oh, no. from an alleyway around the corner. <laughs> I turn the corner so and I'm good. not sure what chicken I let out. Oh, you let it out? I probably, I probably let it out. This chicken's part of my scheme, so I probably let him out. And like send him on his way to the farmer's field, like a, a scheme. Are you are you intending to steal food from this farmer? I want to check out what he's got going on, what he's growing, if it's good or not, how his process is going. Horace doesn't just want to feed people; he wants to be part of the process, beginning to end, so that way he doesn't have to worry about anything. So you're gonna you're gonna con this farmer just like this little halfling child conned you. I'm not going to run a con. It's recon, but not a con. <laughs> all, right, all right. All right. All right. Okay. So you hear this clucking around the corner. Um, will you go ahead and take this opportunity to roll me a d20? It's a six. A six. Fantastic. Okay. Um, now roll me a d4. That's a one. That's a one. Fantastic. Um, Can I re-roll that one since I'm a halfling? <laughs> I don't think lucky no. counts for a d4. Oh, not for this. <laughs> uh, and then roll me that d4 one more time. Actually, roll me a d6. You're just going to keep making him get out dice. Yeah. You're a fiend. Yep, I know. Three. Three, fantastic. Those are definitely the only three you'll need. <laughs> now roll me a person. Uh, those will probably be the only rules for this episode. Cool. So, of course, it was me because shenanigans. Yep. All right, hold on. I got I went to the wrong area. Gosh. Laden egg. <laughs> <laughs> it's just strutting singing along down the alley yeah, having a good time <laughs> enjoying its brief chicken freedom yes little did you know this void chicken's name is hector zaroni oh gosh not zaroni he's the most feisty one we have peaches and onions huh. it's his favorite meal <laughs> peaches and onions 
I hope the farmer has some because we ran out a while ago. You carry Madame Zaroni up the mountain. <laughs> I'm going I'm to plug holes so that we get our age in there. We're not sponsored. Not at all. It's just a solid movie. Good experience. Fantastic book. So you have made those rolls, and I have that set up. So now you hear that clucking around the corner as it as that as what you can assume is that void chicken just starts strutting about mm, adventuring yeah i'm gonna i turn the corner do i see the chicken you <laughs> you see as you turn the corner you see the very tips of a tail feather whisk away down another alley chicken saw you first loser I'm going to hope that this is one of the tamer chickens, and I'm going to slowly wander and follow it and make sure it doesn't get into too much trouble, even though I've basically invited it out to do so. Hector is the only void chicken that knows how to burrow. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, when you just I, created like a stat block for it. <laughs> when I think of these void chickens, by the way, they're not chicken size. They're much bigger. Like, okay, like, so halfling size chickens. Can you ride them? <laughs> Please tell me you can ride them. Can you? Uh, maybe like. Oh my god! Like the smaller halflings could. I don't think it's like halfling size, but it's like maybe like, like half of a halfling. You know. They call so them like, void riders. <laughs> yeah. Void striders. <laughs> the void rider brigade runs in again. Only oh the god. biggest that's the, void that's chickens the are part of that, but. Yeah. Oh my god. These things are brutal. Well, there are void roosters <laughs> lurking about. <laughs> Great. So you've just loosed this thing on Red Rock. Yeah, I mean, I've done it before. They're pretty okay. <laughs> I mean, you just usually feed them or just, you know, as long as you don't agitate them, yeah, they're if you fine. Give them what they want, then everything's <laughs> fine. <laughs> But yeah, I need to figure out which chicken this is, so I'm going to keep following it, because if it is Zeroni, we might have problems. I didn't intend to let Zeroni out today, but I kind of wasn't paying attention this morning, so. You see a tiny... I thought you said you did it on purpose. <laughs> I did. I let one of the chickens out on purpose. It's hard to tell them apart sometimes. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, what were you going to say? You were going to say something? There's a tiny shovel on the chicken's back. A tiny shovel on the chicken's back? So he uses the burrow? Yeah. With what arms? Beak. Oh, my God. I didn't say he was efficient. What's his burrow speed? Uh, three feet. Yeah, I was going to say less than five feet. It's like three feet. It's not even per six seconds. That's per, like, 15. Oh, my God. That's still a fast chicken. He's determined. Jesus, Zeroni's okay. feisty, man. He digs that fast because of the people who judge him for not having arms. Oh, no. <laughs> I saw this thing that said that T-shirts actually stands for a Tyrannosaurus shirt because of the short <laughs> arms. <laughs> I, love I was that. like, yes. I <laughs> you know, a lot of people ask me, hey, 
Garmalaxion, master of the arcane, what is the hardest part about being the most badass and handsome wizard in all the nine realms? Well, I'll level with you. It's the legs. I spend all this time and all my components casting wicked sick spells at some fools, and their stupid little legs hop right out of the way of my lightning or some shit, and it really tussles my toadstools, you know? But luckily for you, if you're a sick magic slinging hunk like me, I've found the answer for our conundrums. I've ordered some lovely prints from Oakenthorn Artistry. Dot com, and adorn my walls and all of my lair with some of the most breathtaking prints of hand-painted work from one of the most renowned artists in all the land. And now these silly scrubs are so busy gawking at this luxurious, high-quality, one-of-a-kind finished pieces of quality art, they don't even notice when I slither my little body behind them and blast them into the worm dimension. You may be thinking, but I don't need any art for my walls. And I say, you fool! Not only does OakenthorneArtistry.com have wonderful framed canvases or poster-style prints, they also have high-quality enamel mugs for you to sip your devious potions from. Exquisite. So, if you're a US-based trickster looking to stop adventurers in their tracks with some amazing-looking art on your boring, dinky walls, or maybe a mug to get for that special sorcerer down at the local tavern, wink wonk, then click the link in the description and discover magic in art at Oakenthorn Artistry. That's all. All right, so you're following this chicken. You, it's like, it's like, if you start to feel like it knows you're coming because every time you take a turn that it did, you're catching the tail feathers whip around. So Zeroni knows. Zeroni knows. Now Zeroni always knows because Zeroni's the only chicken that would act this way. So now I got to be careful. So I'm gonna. I'm going to try to be a little more sneaky in my approach. Okay, how how are you going to do that? What are you going to do? I guess I'm just going to like wait a couple extra seconds before I and kind of like I guess try to throw off his timing because I've been walking basically the same speed with him and he's noticed. I'm going to try to like throw off his timing and maybe try to take like a different route because I know this town. So I'm going to try to uh Throw him off a little bit. Okay, so you like wait a couple extra seconds. Mm-hmm. Before you round the next corner. Mm-hmm. And you round the next corner, and there's no trace of him. Now this is an issue. <laughs> now I'm going to start. You you basically you basically in that in that moment realize that. Uh, he did not change his pace based on your timing adjustment and just whipped around the next corner and just kept he's going. out of sight. Out of, he's gone. Darn you, Zeroni. <laughs> All right. Now I have to power walk to try to catch up to him. Make a, make a perception check. 
Oh gosh. I have to pull up my character. You can just use like a like a like a base wisdom stat. Just you can just roll. We'll we'll just infer. We're doing that because nobody has stats yet. Because Derek <laughs> is a cruel and unjust god who says we don't get character sheets when we get our character. Yes. Only we when we start make, to do class. When we make yes. it to school. Uh, I got another six because I can't roll above a ten today, I guess. Or Okay. <laughs> okay. I guess that's okay. how this is going to go today. All right. So as you uh, quicken your pace... Uh, you don't see it, but you step right next to a nice little void chicken egg that has been left behind, and you know that these things are not meant for the every man or the every halfling, and there's a very particular process on how these things are mean are meant to be managed and handled and maintain maintained. But you don't see it, and you carry on. I'm going to pick up the egg. <laughs> you don't see it. Oh. You rolled a six. Oh, I walked by. Oh, no. Yep. I'm sure that's fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. Certainly it's fine. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, you know, he's, he's planting chaos bombs yeah. <laughs> around town. Great. So certain this 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 definitely won't come back to to bite you in the ass. Uh, no, no, certainly, certainly not. Certainly not. This isn't the first time this happened. I'm sure. <laughs> My family will take care of it. It's fine. All right, Ren. Yeah, I was gonna say you sound like Ren. <laughs> Calm down. It's okay. Um, you guys will meet Ren in the next couple episodes. Ren's great. I love Ren. Yes. So, all right. Uh, so you have now lost sight of this chicken, and you are, uh, you are rounding the corner, and you enter the town square, and you start looking around, like, "What's going on? Like, where is this thing? Where'd it go?" Uh, and as you do, someone begins walking toward you. Do I know this person? You do not. They do not look familiar, actually. They look very uh, different to you because you see a half-orc oh. coming toward you. Those don't usually come into town. No. No, they don't. So he's walking toward you, and uh, behind him, you see four other people standing slightly off to the back, and there, there, there are all... They're all very different looking. So, as uh, this half orc approaches you, you've heard of half orcs. You recognize that he's probably a half orc. Okay, he's got like a like a gradient skin tone and got little tusks coming out of his lower jaw. And he's armor clad, and uh, he wears a holy symbol on his chest. So. Uh, the half orc walks up to you and he says, are you Horace Honeywell? Yes. Who's asking? My name is Kilizal. And what do you need from me? 
I have been sent as an envoy for armor class school of martial and magical arts. And he reaches into his pocket and pulls out an envelope, a packet almost, and hands it to you. I know of this school, right? You have heard of it, definitely. You've definitely at least heard of it. It's a ways away. You've never been, but... Never been there? Okay. You I'll know of it. take it? It's pretty exciting. You, you, I, it's been a very long time since somebody from your town has been invited. Are you sure? Me? Me. Yes, it has been made very clear. You were my, you were who I was sent to invite. Horace Honeywell. Uh, Horace completely forgets about the void chicken thing for a moment. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> and he's just like, oh my gosh, this, this is amazing. Yes. Thank you so much. Of course, of course. Uh, all the details you will need are in that letter. And you will want to arrive at school in a couple months. Do I need to bring anything else, or all the details are in that letter? I will. He's. You get the sense that he's. He's. He. He probably thinks he's a little bit above this kind of errand. Gotcha. Well, uh, thank you very much for coming to find me. You didn't see a chicken, by the way, did you? You know, funnily enough, uh, I did see a strange, large, black chicken run that way past a well. Thank you very much. Horse is just going to (laughs) run. Take off toward the direction he was pointing. He's like, he calls after you. He's like, what's, what's up with the chicken? Uh, don't worry about it. I got it handled. He runs after you. (laughs) Okay. And then you see the other four people that stood behind him come, like, they they start hurrying after him as well. Uh, Are they with you? Yes. Yes. We are the Adventuring Party Doom Coalition. The the Doom Coalition? The Doom Coalition. Oh, Doom Coalition. Oh, my. We are adventurers in the highest regard at the school armor class. Oh, well, we need to get the chicken because it's a void chicken and it lays void eggs and those can cause all kinds of chaos if they're not prepared correctly. So I need to get my chicken back. How, how was this chicken unleashed on the town? Through a series of unfortunate events. That I definitely didn't perpetrate. He says, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he says, uh, he says, uh, green horns. And then he's like, don't worry, stand back. Me and our, me and my crew will take care of it. And he's, he goes, doom coalition, engage. <laughs> Please do not kill my chicken. He does not hear you. Oh, His name no. is kill us all. <laughs> I... Run as fast as my little halfling feet will take me. Uh, as you, you're trying to run, but uh, you're like, this happens so fast now. Uh, 
he has like stormed away from you and he's wearing like heavy armor but he's he's a bulky half orc yeah Yeah, he's 15 uh he's bigger he's older than you and all of all four people behind him they have split off in this beautiful manner and they are like running flanking operations and they are spreading out to in the direction of where this void chicken went and they are moving like a well-crafted team I'm going to break away and go to the nearest place where I can find peaches and onions because that's Zeroni's favorite. <laughs> yeah, that's D&D folks. Get used to it. <laughs> okay. Or right. the equivalent of in our world i'm i'm gonna ha i'm gonna have to cut this out but you go down and you find a sploosh cart (laughs) nice i can't keep that in what do you mean we can't keep the sploosh cart what's wrong with sploosh you're telling me that there's not a sploosh booth at every town in this campaign (laughs) i wish there was i wish there was it's all up to you no, it's not because that I guarantee you that would get us in trouble <laughs> because that was their that was their product. That was their pro- their product was sploosh. It was the it was the onions and the peaches mixed together that was the deodorizer. So we we'll, can't we can't have a sploosh cart. <laughs> we'll call it splorsh. <laughs> yeah. We need Splorsh, so I'll go to find Splorsh. Okay. All right, so you turn around and go to a Splorsh cart. Yes. Can't and wait to get some delicious Splorsh. Yeah, Splorsh is a delicious, uh, like, half-pickled, half-caramelized treat. Um, But the peaches are pickled, and the onions are caramelized. <laughs> yeah. So I... you, uh, you can get this in a little dish for, like, two copper. I give three, thank them for their day, run. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So this adventuring party, this uh, doom coalition is closing in on the chicken. Okay. I, uh, I know this town better than them, right? You do, but they seem to be very skilled for what you had originally assumed as like a young kind of band of people. Okay. I uh I'm going to yell out to Zeroni and I'm gonna go Zeroni Splorsh <laughs> And hopefully I can get him to come to me. Yeah, yeah. So what you see is <laughs> as you yell this out, what the scene that you see unfolding in front of you is this void chicken rounds a corner at top speed, like Roadrunner-esque, and behind him is Killazal, just like running so fast behind it with his mace out, and like he's at a slant, he's at a diagonal, just like charging after this thing. And it's like, yeah, it's got its wings out, like just, just booking it toward you. I am going to... Lay the splorsh in the middle of the road, right? <laughs> and this is probably going to be really dumb, but I'm going to run up and I'm going to baseball slide to try to trip Killazal <laughs> to stop him and be like, don't do it. 
Okay. All right. So, uh, <laughs> I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the splurge is in in the ground, and you see, like as you see this, so it wasn't just Killazal either. You see, uh, hold on, who else is in the party? One second. You see a glint in Zeroni's eye. The splurge. It's fear. It's it's hunger. It's fear. It's determination. So you see this uh this rock gnome barreling behind. Uh, this female rock gnome barreling behind Killazal. Um, uh, she's big and bulky, and she's clearly like angry beyond belief. Yeah. Like she is, she is hooting and hollering red in the face. And then you see one of them. One of them is like walking along the building tops, like on the edge, like full anime style. God. And ready to ready to pounce in on this chicken as you. <laughs> A completely inexperienced Horus Honeywheel. <laughs> yes, sir. Attempts to slide and <laughs> trip kill us all. And, and then hopefully I can get up, grab Zeroni, and run back home. That's how it goes in your head. Yes, that's not how it's going to happen. <laughs> but I asked him already not to kill the chicken. I'm running towards him, telling him to stop. So if he doesn't do anything, I have to. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so right. if he stops, fine. But if he doesn't, then I have to. So you're just you're just gonna you're just gonna slide right into him. I'm gonna try to trip him, and hopefully that unsettles the others enough that I can get up and. I can't believe you got a school bully before you even went to school. <laughs> I'm just good like that. Hand me that D twenty. <laughs> That's like some next level shit. Thank you. What did you expect of me? You uh, played D&D with me for like three years? Killazal got a natural 20. Oh, no. On a dexterity <laughs> saving throw to avoid your trip attempts. He steps on your face as he jumps over you. <laughs> oh! Yeah. So he does this in, in like full like full armor that a 15-year-old half-orc can wear as a cleric. He he's a cleric. He's a cleric. And he's yeah. going to kill my chicken. You unleashed a chaotic force on this little town for shits and giggles. <laughs> he's, you told him that it's very dangerous for this thing to be leaving chaos around. And he jumped too. he's also an overzealous 15 year old boy. Half orc who is excited to be on an adventure. <laughs> So he does a massive somersault over you as he closes in heavily on on Zeroni as it pecks away at the splorsh. Yeah, Zeroni stops like I'm dead. Dead. dead stop. Starts eating the splorsh. I'm going to telep <laughs> I'm going to telepathic link uh to can I telepathic link to Zeroni with my ghost wise halfling, or is that only I have absolutely no <laughs> idea? I have no clue. You know, in my times as a DM, I've never had anyone ask if they can telepathically link, link to, to a, a chicken to a dark, chaotic energy chicken. There's a first time for everything. We don't haven't played don't, enough DD together, then don't knock it till you try it. For sure. <laughs> Me go to my uh, 
my ghostwise halfling and see if I can do this with people or what all I can do. I'm assuming I can't do this. <laughs> so it would be up to you if you allow this shenanigans. I feel like understanding a language would be a prerequisite. <laughs> you can speak telepathically to any creature within 30 feet of you. The creature understands you only if the two of you share a language. I'm assuming I don't speak chicken. I'm going to say no. <laughs> I'm going to say no on that. Okay, then I'm uh, going to... Zeroni does know the word splorsh, yeah, but he cannot speak it. it. I'm going to link to Killazal in his mind, and I'm going to yell, HALT! And hopefully, like, that interaction is enough to... Uh... Just giving a command to this stranger. <laughs> He's an overzealous 15-year-old adventurer, and he just heard someone yell, HALT, so he might... I don't know. He heard a... Three I tried... and a half... No, sorry. 3.6 foot tall. Thank you. It's important. <laughs> Yell halt. In his head, though. And you're 14 I on the ground. I shouted as loud as I could. <laughs> as uh, deep as I could. That's what I said when the bully was hitting uh. me, too. <laughs> halt. Don't touch me there. No, that, <laughs> not, not that kind of podcast. Immediately yeah, retract. Nope. <laughs> Different, different kind of podcast. Different kind of podcast. I mean, this All is right. a different kind of podcast. This is not going to be your normal D and D. This is no, it's not, not, not your average D and D podcast. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Colin Payne. Though you may know me better as Ren here on Armor Class, I've interrupted this fine broadcast to pose to you a question: What is the sweetest sound in the world? Close your eyes and really try to imagine it. Maybe it's the breeze on the ocean, or a beautiful symphony. Perhaps even the voice of someone you hold very close to your heart. Touching, isn't it? Mmm, it is. But it's wrong. Incorrect. Whatever you just thought of, it's not it, Chief. But don't you worry, my dear viewer, because I am here to tell you exactly what the sweetest sound in the world actually is. And that sound, my friends, is uncommon nonsense. The new comedy podcast hosted by yours truly, with conversations so soothingly chill and bits so blisteringly hot, it'll have you entranced by the quality banter between a charismatic host and energetic, interesting guests while it burns your feeble flesh down to the bone. The funny bone. So if you like the sounds you're hearing and you're sick of podcasts taking themselves too seriously, then Uncommon Nonsense with Colin Payne is the show for you. Trust me, I don't take anything too seriously. Not even this. The entire time I've been recording this ad, I've been playing a janky recreation of Flappy Bird. You guys remember that? The iPhone game? Taking off the App Store? Anyway, get your funky junk over to youtube.com slash uncommoncolinyt and subscribe. Or give us a listen on Spotify by searching Uncommon Nonsense with Colin Payne. Or clicking the link in the description. We upload new episodes every other Thursday, so we'll catch you then. Now back to Not This Ad. I had to... I had to take a little bit out of Bash's character because I at first thought half-orc, throwing axes, you know, the classic experience, yeah. which involved drinking lots of mead and grog. And then yeah. I thought about it and I was like, 
I'm 14. Yeah, 14. we should like, encourage For a home this. game, that might be okay, but for the podcast, probably I'm gonna, not. I'm going to pull back uh, the orcish alcoholism and just uh, pretend like uh, he doesn't know what it is. Tastes good, but he's never had it, and you can't prove it. <laughs> I want to open a tavern, but more of like the eatery side of it. So I'm sure as Horace gets older, though, he'll... That'll be good. You guys got big dreams. <laughs> Big ambitions, Big ambitions, little Horace. <laughs> All right, so let me let me just. Bash has absolutely no ambition. <laughs> Why did you even go to the school then? We're gonna have to find out here soon. <laughs> <laughs> I think Bash got tricked. May maybe, maybe this wasn't the chieftain exam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm gonna roll insight. Okay. For kill is all. Oh man, this isn't gonna go well for me. You sound like things go well for you, like at any point. <laughs> I won't lie. Part of the oh, allure no. of a halfling was that I could re-roll my ones. He rolled a seven. Ooh. So uh, I don't know if I would say that's high enough for him to be like, "Why is this kid telling me to stop?" Like. I should probably stop. He's like, fuck off, mate. <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't say that he stops at the seven on insight. And so he's barreling down on Zeroni's position. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going. So he's still barreling down on Zeroni. I still have time. You maybe have time for one more thing before. He ends this little void chicken. Until Zeroni draws his shovel. <laughs> and just smash him in the face? That'd be hilarious. Uh, A little chicken DM combat. I'm going to All of Zeroni's try four hit points. And yell at Zeroni. And I'm going to go. What should I say? Do I have enough time I can run and jump on Zeroni? Uh, <laughs> and try to avoid Chicken Rider him. You can make. I don't. I don't. I don't. I would. I want to say no. He's already ahead of you, and he's been. I mean, he is kind of slow. Like he's not super fast yeah. because he's in armor. But I mean, you could try. You could try. Roll. Roll me a dexterity check. Like. Uh, DM to DM being even level one slash level zero. Yeah. You got to use like half your movement speed to get up. Oh, That's yeah, true. I'm prone. I forgot about yeah, that. They're not too far away, okay, though. I'm but going to. Then I'm you are going, definitely prone. <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, I forgot. Baseball slide. I'd probably be prone. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to yell to Zerodi. I'm going to go run home. <laughs> And hopefully he actually runs home, or uh, no, hold on. Does uh, I'm gonna give him a code word, and this is the code word I use when I want Zeroni to go out and cause a lot of shenanigans in the farmers' fields. Oh my god! And I'm gonna go, Zeroni, tear it up, and hopefully he runs to a <laughs> farmer's field and starts causing all kinds of chaos there. I can just get him there. When you say tear it up. <laughs> Something changes in the disposition of this 
Void chicken. (laughs) 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 He abandons the sploosh. Nice. And turns. And he there's this there's this weird second where the shovel begins to vibrate on its back as this chicken effectively does a burnout maneuver as his feet just start running in place and some dust kicks up. Yes. I thought he he was going to rock it out of his ass. (laughs) That that is happening, actually. Uh, He, as he moves to take off, a black void chicken egg fires out and we keep saying he, but he, boy, chickens don't lay eggs. <laughs> it's the whole thing. Void chickens are whoa, a different whoa, species. Whoa. I mean, it's D&D. This is they D&D. There's yeah. a chance. Yeah. 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 But <laughs> there's a whole thing with void chickens. That's how void chickens, void chickens don't normally like mate all the time, so they can't always lay eggs. So either, either gender can do it. All right. Perfect. <laughs> so glad we've established that. Yeah, because the hens the first are the roosters, and it's the other way around. Yeah, so Zeroni, whatever they need to be, as as he launches <laughs> forward, and oh, no. isn't this I'm what sorry. you wanted? I wasn't ready for life finds a way, Jurassic Park style. <laughs> that shark that's been chickens. in captivity for ten years. Yeah, but uh. Zeroni rockets forward and shoots a void chicken egg right in Akilazal's face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. And then boom. I'm going to gone. get up and I'm just going to keep running. I'm not going to look at Kilazal. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just running to catch up to Zeroni. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, as this, I'll void... dash if I have to. <laughs> I don't know if that's an action. Fantastic. You can dash. You can follow this chicken. You okay. have a good idea of where it's going now. Um, roll that d20 one more time and we'll see how bad this reaction is to the, to the void chicken egg in his face. Oh gosh. 19? 19. Is that good for me or bad for me? That's, that's, that's good because that means that, uh, Killazal is now so frustrated with this whole interaction. He's like, as you're running off after Zeroni. Yeah. He says, Fine. We'd better see you at armor class in a couple months. I've completed my objective. And he turns to his party and they walk, they walk away. And it, as he goes, he, he flips you the middle finger <laughs> and just runs off. I give it back. I, I glance back as he's, and I give it back. I give it right back. Horse said, is Fuck you, stuff. horse. <laughs> Why, I never, I'm never feeding him in my tavern if he ever steps in. <laughs> I'll remember him. What so yeah, now I'm running after Zeroni. <laughs> All right, so yes, you're running after Zeroni. You have this uh, letter invitation to Armor Class School of Martial and Magical Arts, and you are gonna catch up to it. Yeah, and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to uh, pull out like I grabbed like just like a little bit of splorsh whatever i could grab and i'm gonna let's go home zeroni let's go home (laughs) i'm gonna like because he's like half my size so i'm gonna like you know just like while you're walking a yeah just kind of like calm him (laughs) down gently rub out his feathers and things and pat him on the head and you we did good today (laughs) 
That's uh-huh. you could say that. You could say that you did yeah. good. It could have gone worse, but we did good. And uh I got accepted to armor class. Yeah. All right. What's so up? as you're walking home, the sun might be setting. Uh this was a big ordeal, a whole adventure today. Uh, yeah, I'm sure this is gonna get back to my parents. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not be- gonna be great, but all the more reason for them to ship your ass off to the armor big class. city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, or at least my shenanigans are monitored. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you are walking chicken in tow with uh, a beautiful encased letter in your hands uh, with the armor class seal, uh, seal in wax on the, the backside of the envelope. All right. I like, I'll make it home. I'll let Zeroni in. Um, I'll go cuddle up with Talon, the void chicken that I've befriended. I'm just going to like cuddle up with Talon, crack open the letter and read it. Okay. Fantastic. As you read it, uh, it becomes increasingly more exciting for you saying, uh, a general, it's in a general invitation letter. It says, Dear Horace Honeywheel, we are pleased to inform you that you have been invited to attend Armor Class School of Martial and Magical Arts. And it goes on to continue to say uh, that you will be trained to be a hero of the realm over the next three years, inviting you to come start a new magnificent journey to become a better you and someone who can serve the world on a better scale. Horace is very excited about this. He's like shaking. He's like, Talon, we did it. We got in. Maybe this means I can open up the eatery. I can get good ingredients. This is where it starts. This is where it starts. My family won't have to live in poverty after this. We'll be, we'll be set. All this hard work I've put in, it's gonna pay off. And by hard work, Horace is meaning all the times he's broken into like kitchens and done <laughs> shenanigans similar to today. Fantastic. Uh as you're saying this, as you're saying this downstairs, you're on the bottom floor of like the tower accessories because you're the youngest. Um you hear a knock on the door and your mom goes to answer, and uh it's the town guard. And they're like, uh, Madam, hey. a void chicken egg has exploded in the town square. I wouldn't know anything about that, Mom. <laughs> he looks at you, he says, sure. We're on a journey to discover what we're made of in a world that we don't Beginnings to the grandest of adventures to show The future is calling our names And we will cross that horizon into brighter days We will stand in the face of defeat So we can rise up above the mistakes that we've made Change blow, we'll rely on the friends that
Thank you so much for joining us for the first episode of Armor Class. We hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed making it. We have lots more coming as we've already recorded and edited 12 episodes that we'll be releasing on a weekly schedule. Stay tuned on our social media on Instagram and Twitter. And if you're really interested in following along, check out our Patreon for lots of extra content, including bonus episodes, as well as when we get to school, the in-character assignments that our players are going to be completing as part of their coursework. It's going to be very, very interesting. Anyway, that's it for us. Thanks again for tuning in. And if you liked the episode, don't forget to do that like and subscribe thing. Follow the podcast. Let us know. Let us know. Give us a rate. Give us a review. Give us some feedback. Tell us what's on your mind. And with that being said, I have nothing left for you guys. Don't forget to do your homework and stay out of detention. See you next week. Bye.